Hey guys, welcome back to Two Bookworms. One podcast. The book club podcast where two besties talk about books. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. And we're back with another Axar book. Yes. We should just change the title of our show to Two Bookworms, One Akatar. We should. We could. <laughs> but I mean, then after one more week, we'd yeah. be out of books. <laughs> uh, so my mom, when I ran in there frantically searching for my phone to get ready to record, my mom was explaining to my uncle that sh- he knows who you are. Yeah. And he was, she was like, you know, she came camping with us and like all the times that he's been around you. And he's like, huh. He's <laughs> like, I don't, I don't remember. Yeah. So funny. So <laughs> maybe I'll find some old pictures of us and show them, ring some bells. But yeah. So I'm on the beach in South Texas. Lacey's at home. Yeah. I'm in a beach house with. 10 or 11 people, so I'm sorry if you hear any background noise. I'm, like, in my bedroom, which is, like, it's not a bunk bed, but there's, like, a cutout in the wall above me with another bed, and that's where my mom sleeps <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> and then my bed is on this, like, it's high up. You have to climb up a ladder to get in, but it's not as high as hers. But, like, um, that's why I'm kind of out of breath because I had to climb back up here after I found my phone. So I'm sitting on that bed recording with this. <laughs> Can't vibes. <laughs> good times. Good times. Yeah, good times. All right. Well, um, shit. I forgot to do a suck and sweet. What is your suck for the week, Lacey? So my suck is just is just a short another weekend, you know? I wish it was longer. We need three-day weekends. It's not. Yeah, we do. We they do. should all be three-day weekends. Yeah. I'm or at least, for... like, two a month, you know? No, let's go for every every weekend. <laughs> I, I would gladly work if they still want to keep it at forty hours. I'll gladly work ten hour days, four days a week, right? Days off. It's only two extra hours a day. It's not exactly. a big deal. Exactly, it's not a big deal. And then you have three days off. I mean, well, I'm sorry about your short weekend, but well, my suck is we're in this Airbnb, and my mom and I like we're all taking turns. Clean, uh, cooking and things so my mom and I were like oh we'll cook fajitas tonight um and we just cooked them like in a skillet like sauteed everything in the chicken mm-hmm. so this stovetop is this weird ass induction shit and it's like a flat top but it's one of the ones that you can like touch while it's still hot like okay, uh, I don't need to touch it I don't care so it doesn't like I, I was trying to heat the oil in the skillet it won't heat until there's enough weight on it. So you have to put the food in there. Well, then the food wasn't heavy enough. So it would turn on and then it would stop. It would turn off. Oh, my goodness. So we had to find this big-ass wok that was heavy and put, like, a lid on it just to try to give it some weight. And we have, like, all these people we're trying to feed. And we're like, holy shit. It took us forever. It took us way longer than it should have to cook all that. Luckily, my cousin went to do a Walmart grocery pickup and they were running behind. Like he went, his scheduled time was seven and he got home at 830. Holy crap. So, and but he had the shredded cheese and the sour cream. So we had to, luckily it worked out because right when he walked in the door is when everything was finally ready. <laughs> well, that's good. Can you believe it took that long for Walmart though? No. I'm like, why but I mean, if if it's the height of the season, you know, it could have. Yeah. But usually, 
I mean, they have everything done. Right. Exactly. And he said there were some, like, Karens up there complaining. Oh, maybe that's why. Yeah, he recorded one of them. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> maybe that and it. told her to go back to her car. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your sweet for the week? So my sweet is uh, I got a promotion this past week. Oh, my God, congrats. I, I didn't even know. Congratulations. Yeah, no, I didn't say anything. Insane thing. It's kind of why <laughs> my work picked up Thursday and Friday. <laughs> well, that is so exciting. So I know, like, you can't give specific details, but yeah, I'm like one of the department's leads now. Oh, that is so awesome. So like a lot more responsibility. Now. Yeah, pretty much. But more money, right? Don't know yet. Don't know because this oh. was just offered to me like at the end of last week, and it was like at the end of the day, like literally two minutes. Oh, before I walked you out. don't know any of the details. All right. Oh, you're about to let us know. That's exciting. Congratulations. And they pay thank you. Like, that's awesome. Well, congrats. Um, my sweet is that I'm on the beach. <laughs> um, I'm off when I clocked out Friday. I'm off in for like 10 days. I was like, see you. Nice. Yeah. It's, um, my mom and I drove down here Saturday. I found a really cool used bookstore and a witch shop I'm going to go to either tomorrow or the next day. Ooh. Island. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Let's see if I can find you something cool. But it's um, it's hot. It was hot as hell today in the sun. But, you know, I'm not trying to go too deep in the water because there's sharks out there. And I'm not trying to get eaten. And you can't see anything, you know, because the water's brown. <laughs> you can't see what's coming at you. That's true. It is a lot nicer than what... Have you been since we were kids when we came together? Mm, no, I don't think so. It is a lot nicer now, I will say. It I became remember, more popular. Yeah, when we were on the beach, I remember when we were kids, the beach was full of, like, kelp and seaweed and stuff. And yeah. it, there is still some, but it's not as bad. But we're also on a private beach now, so maybe that has something to do with it. Probably. Like if you keep it up or something. Yeah. So I'll send pics. All right, well, this week we read the first half of A Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. Um, next week we're going to read the second half. Let me tell you how hard it was to stop where we where we said we were going to stop. Because it wasn't like a cliffhanger or anything, but yeah. it, like, some shit finally happened. And I yeah, like, finally. Oh, my God, I want to keep reading. So it was really hard to stop. It was really hard to start for me as it well. It was very slow. Well, and I hated Nesta so much. Yes. I still kind of really do, but yes, it was just so hard to start because of that. Okay, well, do we want to do our questions or? I mean, not really because it's the same author, so... right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so this book is basically it's after a the court war with Harbor Starlight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's from Nesta's point of view, so it's everything that's happening afterwards. And Cashin. Yes. Yes, it does. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think I put that in my notes, that it is from his point of view as well. Which makes it a little easier to bear for me. Um, This book was the first one to be qualified as adult fiction. You know, the others were technically young adults. 
And they should not have been. No, they shouldn't have been. This one was always marketed as adult, and there it, there is some smut mm-hmm. in it. Um, it gets graphic. Mm-hmm. But we'll get into that. So, and I'm here for it. The book starts, and I think <laughs> you we all remember from A Court of Frost and Starlight how Nesta's just going out drinking every night. Being nasty. Being nasty with dudes. Um, so at the very beginning, Cassie, Cassian shows up at her door and he's like, hey, you've been summoned. And she's like, whatever. So she goes and Feyre and Resand are like, you're cut off. Because they got some expensive ass bar tab. Yeah. They're always paying her rent. Yeah. She's and always she's throwing bar tabs to them. And they're like, okay, you're cut off. You're going to go live at the House of Wind where you can either only fly out or walk up and down 10,000 stairs. Mm-hmm. And you're No gonna, alcohol. No alcohol. You're going to train with Cassian for Cassian two hours a day. And then you're going to work in the library the rest of the day. And that's what you're going to do every day. Or you can go back to the human realm. <laughs> yeah. She needed that tough love. Yes, she did. She was just a lost, wandering soul. Even Elaine, while they were having this intervention, Elaine is at Nessa's apartment packing her shit. Yeah. Elaine's and, like enough. Yeah. Enough. And Nesta is, she talks a lot about how she feels like, because she was always the one trying to protect Elaine, and she feels like Elaine has abandoned her, and her and Feyre are like tight. And she doesn't. But yeah. She complains about everybody abandoning her, but she's the one who pushed everybody away. She pushed them all away. Exactly. What did you expect to happen? I agree. I'm opening my Gatorade. I'm sorry. I'm very thirsty. (laughs) Oh, son. Yeah, and I just feel like I'm starting. I didn't look sunburnt earlier, but I'm, I'm looking a little red. And I have this really weird spot on my leg where I guess... I rubbed suntan lotion and then didn't because it's like a really splotchy red. <laughs> Just like in the middle of my thigh. It's very bizarre. Okay, so they cut her off. She goes to the House of Wind. He takes this bitch to, what was it called, Windhaven? Mm-hmm. Where all the soldiers train? Yeah, the elite. She won't yeah. even get in the ring with him. She just sits on a rock. And it's cold. They say it's cold. So she just yeah. sits on a rock. The entire time. He's like going through his exercises and she's like, mm, no, I'm not. I said I would come with you. I didn't say I would train in there. Um, one thing that really annoys me is they talk so much about her power, what she took, but they don't explain what it is until like yeah. halfway through the book. Mm-hmm. They hint at it a lot. Like I kind of, I had me an too. inkling of what it was just because they hinted at it so much and I'm like, yeah. okay, well, obviously. They do yeah. have. And we also, on page 47, we get some hints that, from her point of view, that maybe she's pushing them away because she's trying to protect them all. Because yeah, but she did this before, remember? And her and Faye had did. this conversation, and yeah. then she just goes right back to it. Like, we don't learn from our mistakes now? I think she's very traumatized because, remember when she Obviously. did the scrying, and then they came and kidnapped Elaine? Yeah. So I think she harbors a lot of guilt. She harbors a lot of guilt. And I think she's scared to get close to these people because she's scared they're going to get taken again. Oh, wait, was it when they cut her off? No, it was later on. Favre's pregnant. (laughs) Finally. Yeah. Um, 
And I think I said the baby has wings. And the baby has wings. And Reese says that, hold on, let me find my notes. Favor's pregnant after learning. Okay. The night that the baby was conceived, she had wings because she had shifted. So she was full-blooded Illyrian. Mm -hmm. Because remember, um, Cassian was like, Reese, you're only like half Illyrian. So how did your baby baby get wings? wings? And he said, well, the night he was conceived, Feyre had wings. And I'm like, what kind of kinky shit? (laughs) Well, we know what kind. (laughs) We're doing that she needed wings. We we read it. We know what kind. She bears her wings sometimes. He likes to rub on them just like she likes to rub on his wings. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. Um, And then we find out that Reese is still visiting Tamlin. And you said last time you felt like a friendship was brewing. Between Only out of, like, necessity, you know. Because they feel like they're going to need him as an ally. So right. Reese is trying. I think Reese feels guilty, too. That, too, yeah. And Reese is trying to, like, bring this dude back. But I don't think there's any coming back for Tamlin. He might turn into their next, you know, villain. Who knows? Yeah. Um. So... Cassian's like so she wouldn't Anessa wouldn't train with him he has a conversation with someone and he's like man Nesta doesn't want to be embarrassed and because a lot of the soldiers are like heckling her and shit and he kind of figures out maybe I should train her in private where no one can see and maybe mm-hmm. she'll open to it and that's why she's just sitting on that rock because she doesn't want to look weak or feel embarrassed yeah. So he decides to train her in the house, and she starts doing it. And, I mean, from the time she starts training, it's kind of like a complete 180 for her. Completely, because it's only, like, three weeks. And yeah. And she makes, like, three different friends in that three weeks. Already. Yes. So at the library, she makes friends with one of the priestesses, Gwen. Gwen. Mm-hmm. And um, she makes friends with the Illyrian that runs that shop. Emery, isn't it Emery? Yeah. Yes, Emery. Um, and she, so the priestesses that are there at the library, it's a safe haven for them because they're all, they've all had something horrific happen to them. In fact, Gwen, when they were looking for parts of the cauldron where Gwen was, she was like beaten and raped and yeah. Reese brought her there. It, it kind of makes me feel like a nunnery. Mm-hmm. Like a, what do you call that? Where the nuns are? A convent? Yeah. It's like that, I feel like. Because some of them wear hoods, too. And then some of them don't. Um, so she's like, hey, Cass, maybe um, we should ask some of the priestesses if they want to get trained, too. So they can feel like they can defend themselves. And he's like, I doubt they'll do it, but I'll train anyone. So she, like, puts up this sign-up sheet, and, like, for the longest time, no one wants to do it. Right? I'm remembering that right. Yeah, yeah. you're remembering it right. And then, so she starts practicing her moves while she's shelving, because that's what she does at the library. She shelves books or, like, helps them find things. And the head priestess, Clotha, mm-hmm. she goes to Cass, and she's like, can you please tell, tell Nesta to stop practicing her moves? <laughs> I thought that was so cute. I did, too. He goes down to tell her, and she, like, messes up on purpose, so he'll show her how to do it. Because she wanted them to see, like, how gentle he is and how, like, professional he is and how he would be with them. And it works because Gwen finds up that day, the next day. 
And then Gwen starts coming and then she goes to Winhaven and she tries to get Emery because Emery's wings have been clipped by her father. And she took over her father's store when her father died in the war, but his like brother and nephew are trying to take it over because she's a woman because Illyrians are like not feminist. Yes. Very sexist. And so she's like, Emery, I think you could really benefit from this. And Emery, it takes a, a while for Emery to come around, but she does eventually start showing up too. I like that. I like that she has a little girl squad. It's sad that I do too. she feels she can't do that with her own sisters, though. I mean, I like it's it's nice to see a redeeming side of her. Yeah. So I like that she's cool. helping all these other women that have been hurt. Mm-hmm. It's nice that her mind even went there. Yeah. Like trying to figure out a way to help them and make them feel better and safer and. I like that. So after she trains and after she gets home from the library, every night she walks those stairs. And at first she only gets to like 100 and then like 200 and then like 1000. Um, so it made me think of because I worked in a building with 21 floors and I used to work on the 18th floor. And when we would have a fire drill, Lacey, we have to go down <laughs> the stairs and like, you know, going down the stairs is a lot easier than going up the stairs. Yeah. But going down all those flights, like, I couldn't walk the next day. So I I can feel her pain when she keeps getting, because she'll get winded and, like, stop. Mm-hmm. So funny. Um, I think it was hilarious on page 102 when he's like, it doesn't count when you use your hands to do the most of the work. And she replies, I bet that isn't what you were telling yourself at night. <laughs> I do like their banter. Yeah. So much. It's so. funny. And she'll, she'll like say some mean shit to him and he'll just laugh. Yeah. But it reminds me of the relationship that I have with my British boys, because that's exactly how we are. <laughs> you tell them. <laughs> yeah. And it's, Great. I love it. Funny. Love the book for it too. Um Cass and Nessa have always had something like Yeah. Even when she was a human, there's always been something there. And at this stopping point, we still don't know what it is. No. Um In fact, she just Nesta just said she wanted it to be sex only, which we know she's mm-hmm. lying. Mm-hmm. But And still. I remember Pharaoh was the same way with Reese. She was like, mm-hmm. Alright, we'll just do sex only. Like, girl. Well, stop kidding yeah, yourselves. Just exactly. give me in. Like, now you, you know it. You feel it. Little winged baby. Little bat boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but they're also really worried about that because apparently um, there are no half Illyrians where the mom is fae because they cannot birth the children with wings. Yeah, it's like their Illyri- pelvis is shaped different. Yeah. Illyrians have a different shaped pelvis for the wings to pass through. And then I was like, okay, do a C-section. But then Cass says any attempts to do surgery, they like, they both died. Yeah. So Reese is on like freaking edge. He's like, here we go again. Yeah. He's like not, he's in a, he's in a very bad place. Um, and they won't let her turn back, shape shift back into Illyrian yeah. because they feel it might harm the baby. Yes, that healer that they used told them basically exactly what Lacey just said. Um, she was scared her shifting was going to harm the baby. But they're also not sure, you know, Feyre's magic is so unique. Mm-hmm. And she has that one dude that has the great healing powers. So 
Yeah. I mean, obviously, I don't think she's going to die. No. She can't die. But maybe something's going to get a little hairy there. I don't know. We'll see. Um. Oh, Nesta is like the rest of us, and that she likes to read smut. Yeah. I liked that, too, that her in the house shares smut books. Yes, so the house is, like, magical, but she talks to it, and it'll, like, leave her books that it'll think she likes, and it'll bring her dinner or chocolate cake, like, when she's really nice to it. it would Don't bring... they say it's it's sentient? Isn't that what so she saying? thinks it is, and Cass is like, no, it isn't. And she's like, yeah, it absolutely is. Have you never talked to it? And he's like, I'm going to have to ask Reese about that. But then I never, like, it never. Yeah, I that's, yeah they, it t- they don't explain it much, like, yet. But remember, they were talking about something, and Amryn was like, oh, yeah, when everything was enchanted, it was back, like, when Faye first began. So some of it is sentient beings. Oh. I mean, I definitely thought the house was for sure. Just the way yeah. it reacts to her and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, like, remember when she was having that nightmare? It started flashing the lights in Cass and Azrael's rooms to go help yeah. her. Yeah. Or when, because she was like covered in flames, right? Yeah. That was crazy. Um. Also, there's so much going on, and this was just the first. <laughs> I know it was like really slow, and then once stuff started yeah. happening, it started happening really quickly. There, um. That one human queen that went in the cauldron and came out old, mm-hmm. she's pissed. Briellen? Briellen? Yes. And she's kind of partnering up with the Autumn High Lord. And, he land. and that Death Lord that's trapped in the yes. lake that, and that they sold Vasa to. Yeah. Yes. Because he's trying to break his spell because he can't leave the lake at all. So they're looking for these three items that were made by the cauldron. And one of them is a mask of death. Shit, what were the other two? A heart and something else. And they're remember the third. Yeah, and they're like their lore goes back to like before they were keeping like written records. So they don't really know a lot about them, but they're like, Well, we gotta find them first before Baron and this queen, what's her name? Brielle Brielen find it. Um because they feel like if they're made from the cauldron, they're going to have similar power. And they're like, well, Nesta, since you're made from the cauldron, you can probably track it. And at first she's like, nope, not doing it. Absolutely not. But then Elaine's like, okay, I'll do it. And Nesta's like, no, I'll do it. Because Feyre can't. She's not made from the cauldron, but she's no. So, right. and she, But she can't use any magic because she's pregnant. So then the, like, that kind of begins. They're searching for those. Um it takes a while, like this this build up between Nesta and Cass. They both want each other. It's obvious from the get go. But they, they don't play a little game. They play a little game. Like I'll give you some fun, and mm-hmm. then the next couple of days you give me some fun. They don't kiss till page two hundred and fifteen. Yeah. She describes him tasting like snow kissed wind and crackling embers. I was surprised by that because I feel like he would taste like beef jerky and beer. <laughs> I mean, don't you think? I mean, well, they don't ever drink beer. When he drinks a lot of wine, they they all drink a lot of wine. I don't know how they all t- don't taste like wine. Okay, but I feel like he would definitely taste or smell like beef jerky. <laughs> he just has that like quality about him, you know. 
I mean, he's big and buff. He's probably got a down a lot of protein. Jerky is yeah. a great source of protein. <laughs> <laughs> um, also in this case, he licks the roof of her mouth. Yeah. Uh, has anyone ever done that to you? Um, not that I'm aware of. Yeah, but that's I've seen it. I've seen it in like several of our smutty books, and I'm just like, is so that's a thing? Is that a thing? I don't I've know. I've heard it before. The roof. I mean, that's like you gotta get your tongue way in there. Oh no, that would. That, I think that would freak me out if someone did that to me. I don't know. Maybe they have. We just haven't realized, or <laughs> I, I don't know. I was like. Have you ever licked the roof of my mouth? And he was like, what? <laughs> I don't think he would think about licking the roof of your mm-hmm. mouth, though. Yeah. I also feel like there's a little flavor up there. So, like, mm-hmm. it has his taste where he tastes like beef jerky. Like, you're really going to get that full hit of jerky, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to be like, whoa, you had the spicy jerky today, big boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Good one. Um, so as she, as they're searching for these items, there's this swamp around the mountain that Amarantha was in, which is, they call the middle, right? Is it called the yeah. middle? And they're like, um, well, she found it because she did some scrying, right? She finally did the scrying, yeah. And they think and Cass had to pull her out of that again. Oh, like yeah. Like Faber did the first time. Yeah, I forgot about that. She, yeah. And it's base. It's kind of like a wasteland for a bunch of dangerous creatures mm-hmm. where they can like, live lawlessly. And apparently, like the lakes were like cemeteries. <laughs> oh yeah, they put a bunch of dead soldiers there, right? And not fully decomposed either. So that and might explain mask- why the water's black. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like black. And the mask thing is, it's the mask of death. You put it on, you can control the dead. So they're like, whoever finds that mask can raise all those dead soldiers. And Cass was like, they never get tired. They don't need to stop. I mean, that that would be an unstoppable army, like, to control the dead. So mm-hmm. they go there. Um, Baron's son, Eric, Harris. he still is against his dad. And he does not think his dad aligning with these people is good for the Autumn Court. And he's still trying to, you know, get his dad out the way. Oh, we didn't even touch on that, though. Yeah, apparently Baron has now aligned his forces with Briallen and the... Yes, we did. We talked about that. Did we? Mm-hmm. I don't think we did, mm-hmm. because there's a lot that happened in this book. We talk, No, keep talking about it, but we did We did mention it, but keep talking about it. Yeah, but he aligns with them, and mm-hmm. Aerys doesn't like it. Aerys doesn't like it, and he had his own, like, private soldiers go out. Like two dozen or something, and they've gone missing. He's, yeah, he's, he said they started acting weird and they went uh-huh. missing. Well, it turns out that Cassian and Az find some of these soldiers mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah, in the middle as they're looking for this mask, and they just start attacking. Yeah, like, and just they mindlessly shoot Az attacking with an ash arrow. Mm-hmm. So they go put Nesta up in a tree, or Cass goes to put her in a tree because he's like, "I gotta keep you safe, but I gotta go. I gotta go." tear this shit up you know so he leaves her there and he's like whatever you do don't leave and what does she do she lives like 30 minutes and she's like they're probably dead i gotta go save them like with what how you just now got to where you're throwing punches in training what you do you can't do nothing (laughs) yet so her dumbass decides to go walk in this black water 
where they've talked about um kelp are they kelpies kelpies yeah and they're like i don't know how would you describe that like a sea nymph like a they're a type of nymph but it says i think it says they appear as a man or a horse because i've heard several kelpie tales about horses don't Mm -hmm. don't get on a horse don't follow a horse oh and then one of them comes up and like drags her underwater and is like breathing in her mouth to keep her alive because he's probably about to like hurt her. Yeah, well it and says that he was, yeah. <laughs> she finds the mask and puts it on and all those dead soldiers come and kill that Kelpie. So then Az and Cass are looking for her because they've killed all of they've ki- they've captured two of Eris's soldiers. And they've killed the rest because, I mean, they, there was nothing they, they could do. To. They were trying to kill them. Yeah. So they Others. go look for her, and she's, like, rising out of this water, commanding this army with their mask on. And they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> and they kneel to her. Yes. Um. So her gift, we find out, because Reese, she, like, shows Reese what happened, right? And Reese is like, her gift is pure death. But like, what does that mean? They found, he found out when, um, when she was having her nightmare. Cause remember he swept oh, in the room yes, and he had right. to try and stop it. Yes, you're right. So what does that mean that your gift is pure death? That- See, they've mentioned that several times because remember Bryaxis, they said was like, he fe- he was like fear itself or something. Yes. And then there was like the other death gods and the weaver and everything, but they never really mentioned what it is, just that it's pure death. And we're yeah. like, okay, so okay. does that mean everything that her power touches dies right. or, you know, does she have the power to kill or, you know, right. what does so this mean? Are, I hope it explains what that means because I'm confused by that. And then she's able to put on this mask and they said that whoever puts on the mask like can't take like once it's on you can't take it off and it kind of controls you but she was able to take it off. And then they put it in a room like to keep it safe and Reese locks the door like with magic but she's able to walk right through that because the mask is like calling out to her. So there's like something going on with those two, the mask and this. <laughs> we don't know yet. Well, she, I mean, she even says, Nesta even says that it needs to be destroyed. And they say, mm-hmm. well, it can't be destroyed mm-hmm. unless the cauldron's destroyed and then everything's destroyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, Nesta and Cass finally get it on. And finally. it is steamy. It is. So steamy. Oh, yeah. It is. um those two, man, those two together, it's like fire and fire. It's glorious. It is, yeah, because I mean, that happens at what, page 390? Yeah. So you're like 390 pages in, and then you're like, oh, wow. I'm, I'm finally, you know. And so, it has been built. Yes, because they've then. done other things. Yes. At first, she gave them the BJ at the dinner table. And, and the hando. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And then he went and returned the favor because, like, Az walked in on them or something. So she just kind of, like, yeah. scampered off. But he was like, I don't like leaving her, like, unsatisfied. So, like, he went in and rocked her world. So I think she does really care for him. And she's just so scared. And that's why she tries to keep him at a distance. But it just gets to the point, like, where they she can't resist him. I just, you know... <sighs> 
I'm trying to like her. I really am. But when she goes on her little tangents about me, 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 it really pisses me off. You're totally right. She makes everything about her. Like, Yeah, and I get it. I mean, it's her. It's herself. So, of course, she's going to care about everything about her, you know? But, like, on page, like, I've got two notes that I wrote down because I was so angry. Like, by page 20, Mm -hmm. like, she was noticing, like, there was no pictures or presence of, like, her in Feyre's home and everything. But you're pushing everybody away. Why would they want pictures of you up? You're not even acting like a sister. hates you. Yeah. And then, like, by page 126, she was complaining that. Her father never did anything for her and her sisters, but he did everything for Vasa, which I can understand. I can get that because, you know, once he ran into money, he just sat on his ass to made you and your yeah. sisters do everything. Yeah. But he did try and make amends by finding yeah. everybody and bringing those fucking ships over and naming them yeah. after everybody. So why are you still harping on it? Like, I know there's underlying issues. You're always going to have those underlying issues. But he tried before he yes. died. And it even said in um, Wings and Ruin that he realized, like, the mistakes that he made. Right. And that was his way of trying to essentially make up for it because he knew, like, he can't go back in time. He knew he messed up. And he's like, well, I'm going to try to save my girls because that's all I can do. Um, Honestly, I think it's pretty shitty that he did that. Like, just let them kids basically starve to death. Yeah. I think You're so all too. they have. But, like, I mean... He was going through his own thing like he was. Like Feyre and, you know, Nesta has. Yeah. He was broken. He lost his like, life. Yeah, they lost, he lost everything. You he know? lost he his business. Beat up. Yep. Yep. It's, um, and it, it's confusing that Nesta is so affected by her father's death. But when she, it, when she clearly says that she was never close to him, it was yeah. her mother. Yeah. Like, she can't even be around fire because the popping reminds her of when King Hybron snapped her dad's neck. But, like, you didn't, you talk about how much you hate your dad. So why are, why is this so damaging to you? Yeah. And, I mean, you say you were your mother's child and your mother's favorite and your mother was your favorite. So, yeah. You know, why? (laughs) She's just so, It's, she's a narcissist. And she she makes everything about her. Oh, definitely. And this is so much bigger than her. But like, oh, me, 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 me. No, I'm not going to help you guys. No, I'm not. Yeah, no. And I like, I like that she's making friends, but some of it just feels so forced for her character because Mm -hmm. she was never like that to begin with. I'm interested to see what's going to happen in these almost last 400 pages. I'm interested to see if she's going to wield like these next two things and put Mm -hmm. them on and like become this whole new like thing. Mm -hmm. Or if she's supposed to be, like, the queen of, like, the unrulies or something, yeah, you know? the underworld. <laughs> well, no, the unrulies. The middle. Um, all um, of the bump in the night oh, things. Oh, good. Okay. That's a good point. Okay. Because it said that they didn't have a king or queen. So when we stopped, where we stopped, we stopped at Chapter 38. That was basically them finishing having sex. Yep. In the bathtub. Um, yeah. <laughs> do you think you're going to feel like she has redeemed herself by the end of this book? I don't know. There's going to have to be a lot of things that happen. Has your feeling changed for her so far where you're at? Right no. Now? You still hate her? Yeah. Okay. 
because she's just been so nasty to everybody yeah. up until this point. And like the change, yeah. like it's saying that she's only been training for three weeks and she's like flipped into a whole new person in three weeks. No, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not after that many years of damage and stuff. I, yeah. I kind of felt like that was like not genuine too. Because no, that's why I'm saying it feels forced. Yeah. Her character being all la 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 is forced because it's not her. It has yeah. never been her. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I just don't know. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying the book. Like, I'm enjoying yeah. reading it. But I don't know that my feelings for her have really changed that much. Mm-mm. No. And, like, she tries to, you know, be this badass and everything, but she pees on herself when that Kelpie comes out. Yes, when that Kelpie came, she pissed her. I'm like, girl, Favor yeah. would never do that. Favor no. would never I mean, favorite might have, but she still fought. But she'd be she'd be doing it while <laughs> wielding an axe or something. Like. Yeah. Or she may be like in her head, holy shit! But she's not like gonna show like Fair is a bad. Yeah, because and then under the water, she's like, no. All of a sudden, she's like, no. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna show you what I'm made of. Okay, but you did that in the cauldron, so why are you peeing on yourself? Like, yeah. And she, I don't know. There's so much doubt there, but she's so nasty to everybody that mm-hmm. there shouldn't be any doubt there. I but don't know. Maybe that's why she's nasty is because she's so insecure. Yeah, maybe. But still, you know, to be that nasty, you got to have some kind of a backbone. Yes. And she has none. Like, underneath that nastiness, she's just like a broken person. Mm. She is. I mean, they're all broken. They're all broken, but. And let me tell you, if Elaine don't start being nice to Lucian. Right. We're going to have a talk with her. Right. Because that's making her, she may be a little innocent, little, little coddle baby, little but that's, that's a bitchy thing to do. Yeah. She, like, never talks to him. She's, She's so rude to him. I don't understand why she just doesn't try. Like, I, like, we know, we know, maybe you don't want to be forced to have a mate, but at least be friendly. Yeah, have a conversation with him. Maybe you would like him and you just don't know. Exactly. And, I mean, technically, he's the heir to the, what is it, the Dawn Court? Yeah. Okay, another thing, they need to tell him who his daddy is. Right? This has gone on far like, too Like, Feyre still hasn't told him. And Reese knows. Yeah, and this is supposed to be your friend. Yes, I mean, would you not be pissed if your friend didn't tell you some shit like that? Yeah. Especially when you think that your dad, the Autumn Court High Lord, hates your guts and has tried to kill you and killed the woman you yeah, love. Yeah, that would make with. so much more sense. Uh, tell him. Oh my God. Yeah, that needs to happen. Um, I also think it's weird that Nesta's the oldest because she does not act like it. No. <laughs> no. Well, that's and that's always been the thing is that Feyre is the youngest. Yeah. And she, always, the oldest, always made the youngest go hunt for their food. Yeah. And she's um. Just holding on to this whole thing that she, you know, got thrown into that cauldron. Like, oh, right. Yeah, we get it. You didn't want this, but here, here we is. are. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Oh my God, we almost said the exact same You're going to have to move on and make the best yeah. of it. At this point. And it's like you're more angry and upset about this than about Highburn. Highburn was yes. more recent. Like. Yes, and he did it. Your sister did not do that to you. He did that yeah. to you. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I need to know what she took from that cauldron. I need to know what that means that she is a death, whatever. 
I need to know. It better explain it in these last pages. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah, I know. And what if she, like, takes over the Illyrians? Do you think she could? They hate her. They don't like her. But remember, it said that when she came out with that mask on, like, Asriel and Cassian, like, just, they couldn't help but take a knee. Yeah. Because they're, like, you know, the Illyrians are all about death. And she's, like, this queen of death. That's a good point. Maybe she, yeah, maybe you're right. You are you're pretty good with your like foresight and picking up on things, so maybe you're on something. Just outside of the box, because her, it seems like her power is going to rival Reese's too, because Reese was yeah. having a really hard time like holding her flames in when she had that nightmare. Yeah, and like when she was when they were trying to pull her back out, he was like, "It's like a steel trap. I can't even get in there to try to help her and find her mm-hmm. to bring her back." And, I mean, before they kind of explained, like, only other people, like, Feyre and Reese and those twins could had that power. But somehow she's got the Mm -hmm. knowledge of how to keep people out. So, yeah. Yeah, she's, it seems like she's powerful. I just need to know Sarah J. Moss. I need you to explain it to me. Probably won't explain it for, like, another two books. (laughs) No, that is not going to be okay. And Elaine better start being a nice solution. We should email Sarah and be like, this is what we need. <laughs> but remember, it said that anybody could reject their mates. Yeah. So maybe it's one of those cases. It does. And I hope not. I really I like just Lucian. Want him to have someone that is nice yeah. to him. Yeah. Have somebody sweet. Yeah. He does deserve it. <sighs> All right. Well, that's pretty much what happened in the first half. Did we leave any? Oh, I have wrote down. Um, why is no one trying to train her on her powers? Like she has no control. She's not even conscious when they present. Like Remember why is no one working she on She told that? everybody. Her and Elaine told everybody they didn't have any powers left. That is true. For the longest time, she did say that, and then right. it came down to it. They're like, "Well, I guess you do." Yeah, yeah that's she's like, "Yeah, I do." Um. Steve made the mistake, mistake the other night of asking me at dinner what Akatar was about. <laughs> How long did you take explaining it to? Like hours? Yes. It was like, have you seen that meme with Charlie Day standing in front of that board with the, with the red string and he looks yes, like he, yes. that was basically me explaining Akatar to Steve. And he was like, hold up. He, and at first he couldn't like. It, it wasn't making sense that Tamlin was turning into this beast. And I didn't really know how to describe the beast because it's like. He was oh, big- and they say oh. that. I remember they touch on that. So like Tamlin's like so out of touch with his humanity and just doesn't care anymore that he's just this beast roaming around. Oh, and they're yeah. not even sure if he knows how to shapeshift back into a high fate anymore. Yeah, he is. And yeah, his court is just. It's real bad in the spring court. Um. We'll see what happens. But yeah, Steve got an education about Akatar, so he'll be ready for when the show comes out. <laughs> Steve. We're like polar opposites because somebody asked me, they're like, well, what's that book about? I was like, fairies. <laughs> they're like, what kind of fairies? I was like, just fairies, man. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so I went to um, Torrid the other day because I needed a white shirt for my trip. And I was returning some things. And then it was like torrid cash time. And this girl, she was definitely trying to hook me up because she was basically trying to find like the way to pay less money. Like, do I exchange these things and get these or do I use my cash? Will that make it cheaper? So I, w- I was, I spent a lot of time with her. 
And she started, I don't remember how we got on the subject of books, but she was like, yeah, I love to read. And I was like, well, have you read Akatar? And she was like, no. And I was like, what? And then she was like, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, Barnes and Noble gift cards. And there's literally a Barnes and Noble like right next to them. I was like, when you get off, go walk over there and go buy the first one. If you can find it. If you can find it, because it is hard to find. That is very true. But I was like, girl, you need to read it. If you like to read, you need to read it. Whoa. William was trying to figure out what to read next. And I was like, you should read Akatar. He's like, I already know what happened. Thanks to you guys. But still. <laughs> Not the same. Uh, um, I have a few reviews. Um, one of them is about Silver Flames and one of them's about Mist and Fury. So I'll read you the Silver Flame ones first. This is from at Goodreads and stuff. She's really funny. She posts the funniest reels about, um, Akatar. She posted one the other night of her like crying and it was like, when you uh, experience a death in Akatar, and I was about to be so pissed because I was like, are you about to spoil something for me? And then the next slide was, am I the only one that cried when the cereal died? <laughs> oh, no, I did too. Oh, he was always so helpful. All he wanted yeah. was new robes and stuff. Yes, and like, they, the, I don't know if the cereal was a man or a woman. He, she. I don't know. It's always they, kind of mellish, I guess. Yeah, yeah they, they were always very helpful to Pharaoh, like because even was, when he didn't have to be, yeah. you know. Yeah, and and because that first time, remember, she let them, she let them go mm-hmm. when those other creatures came instead of just like leaving them tied up to die or whatever. So, at good reasons, um, stuff. This is it starts with a quote on her review. Everyone deserves happiness. The road there isn't easy. It is long and hard and often traveled utterly blind. But you keep going because you know the destination will be worthwhile. Um, it's not a spoiler in that there's not any there's not any spoilers in this review. Let me say that. So she said, I will start off by confirming that this book is definitely the hottest of the series of the series. Mother spare you all. <laughs> a court of mist and fury seems pg in comparison uh i am only kidding all the books are definitely intended for full-grown adults agree mm-hmm. however the smut is woven into a beautiful redemption story about finding the courage and strength to fight for yourself and master your inner demons i'd never thought i'd say that i like nesta but she won me over in this book her struggle to find inner peace really resonated with me as i struggle with anxiety some of the lines from the book and entire series actually will stay with me forever. And she gave it five stars. Um, I could get that. Because when they first start training, he teaches her the breathing first. And it helps her. Yes. Yeah. She finds that it, because she was going out drinking and sleeping with these dudes to kind of like escape her own mind. Mm-hmm. And she finds that the breathing techniques that he's teaching her really like help her kind of shut that out. So, yeah, I could see that. Um Okay, so we also have a review. This is from at Desperate Bookwives, and this is for Mist and Fury because um, she's been reading them, and I was like, oh, wait till you read the second one. Wait till you read the second one. So she gave, wait, because there's two of them. Let me see which one I'm reading. I think it's Savannah, but I'm not 100%. No. Yes, 
Savannah. Okay. Um, five stars. Agree. I also think Miss and Fury's five stars. So she said, I was honestly nervous to pick this one up. Everyone was saying that's better than Akatar, And I was like, how? Well, I'm here to report it is. If Akatar was a five, this one is a ten. It might be my favorite read of the year. I could not put it down. I knew I was going to switch gears about who I wanted Favor to be with, but phew, resand. I don't even have words. I'm obsessed with him. And I just loved how Favor really grew into her new self, both alongside him and independently. Mm-hmm. Really drug out their relationship as long as she could before it came to a head. Every chapter I was like, oh boy, and then it wouldn't happen. But it happened. Boy, did it happen. And the end, I was holding my breath for the last few chapters. I really intended to read a different book in between each book in the series. But after that ending, there's a zero percent. You just can't. You can't. You absolutely you can't. Um, as she said, after that ending, there's a zero percent chance that I don't dive right into a core of wings mm-hmm. and I must continue on and find out what happens next. The series is action packed, steamy as hell, and just so captivating. If seeing it all over Bookstagram hasn't been enough to convince you to pick it up, let this be a sign you need this in your life. Yes. That's a very good review. Yeah, it is. You're like, very it killed good. me to stop, too. It yeah, killed me. <laughs> the only thing I don't agree with her, and I have joked with her about this, um, she wants the guy from 365 DNI to be resand. No. And example, <laughs> he's too old. Um, we well, I mean, we say he's too old, but really, how are these that's true. supposed to age, you know? That's true. It doesn't really put, like, their looks in an age. Even, mm-hmm. like, in Twilight, it's very clear. He looks like he's 17 years old. Okay. Mm-hmm. It does not do that with these characters, except Feyre, because she's, like, 19 or whatever. So, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe he's not too old. But Resand is a very complex individual. He's, yeah mask he's got to be cruel he's got to be nasty mm-hmm. be he's got to have somebody that can do all that someone that has range and i don't mm-hmm. know that that guy from 365 no it's just it's not reese it's not reese um if i ever saw who reese was supposed to be for me i would know it <laughs> so you don't feel like there's some like you couldn't name a name and be like i think he'd be great no not off the top of my head but you know i think it was the same way with like lord of the rings like we never would have picked orlando bloom Oh, my God, but he was perfect. Yeah, right, exactly. As soon as you got him into it, he was perfect. But you never would have picked – nobody would have ever picked him. That is so true. But you know what's crazy? It's like I find Legolas to be far more attractive than Orlando Bloom. Right? (laughs) The blonde hair and the contact. Right. It just works for him. But nobody could have pictured it before they did it. So maybe very good maybe there's somebody that we just can't picture until they put him into it. And then we'll be like, that's him. Well, do you think they're going to probably go with, like, no-name people? <sighs> probably. But that's going to be a hit or a miss. Yeah. Because if you get someone with a name, I mean, like, like this guy from that Savannah wants from 365. I mean, that's typecasted. So... People are going to be like, no, that he would be horrible Right. when he may be really good. I mean, but, you know, um, I don't know, because when they were talking about Fifty Shades of Grey, like you got to listen to your audience, too, because yes. when they first started talking about Fifty Shades of Grey and, you know, they put the I don't even remember. His name. Charlie Hunnam. No, see, he was an OK for me, but 
I mean, I knew he wasn't, he wasn't gray. He was a Christian gray. Right. <laughs> even when they picked the guy that, that became Christian gray, he, I knew he was no oh, Christian gray. Jamie Dornan. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as I saw him, I was yeah. like, no. There's like, just, you something. just know. Well, no. Yeah. He's not Christian gray. For me, when I was reading Fifty Shades, it was Michael Fassbender. Well, who's not? But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he has that intensity and he has that. <clears throat> that trauma about him and I'm, I, and you're right I didn't see it in any of those other dudes they talked about and they also talked about Robert Pattinson they offered it to no. him Robert no. Pattinson could not pull definitely off not I don't care that it's Twilight fanfic absolutely not definitely not <sighs> like I feel like they do need to start casting a lot more no names because mm-hmm. all of the named people they just have their type yeah and yeah, I'm just so nervous about this show. Oh I know, my me God. too. Like, I'm going to see what everyone says about it first. I think before I watch it. Oh, so I felt that way with, what is it? Shadow and Bone. Oh, Shadow okay. And Shadow and Bone. So you watched the show first, right? So I did watch the show. Yeah, Shadow and Bone. Okay, what is I watched the show and like... I had no fucking clue <laughs> what was going on. Episode one, no clue. Because they don't explain anything. They just throw <laughs> you into it. I had to Google. Are you for real? Yeah, I had to Google a bunch of this stuff. Like, apparently, like, it's not like, they don't call it magic. It's like sciences. They do sciences and all that. But there's, like, three different factions of what they can do and everything in like, there's different tiers, and there's humans, and, like, they don't explain any of that to you. That <laughs> like, makes me feel none like of it. That so, like, the whole, me. like, the whole time I was watching this show, I was like, I don't even know half of what's going on. But, like, the half that I did understand was, like, such a great story. I was like, okay, well, I've got to read these books, because maybe these books will explain it more, and I can yeah. understand it more. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, well, it's good, because you ordered the books, right? You're going to read them? Yes. But okay. I'm hoping so, they don't do that with Akatar. I'm hoping they explain stuff so people aren't like, what better. the fuck? Well, I mean, Sarah J. Moss is making it, so I would hope that she's going to stand up for her work and be like, hey, we got this is where we got to start to get to here. You know you say that, but wasn't Stephanie Meyer involved in Twilight? <sighs> but she didn't cast. <laughs> but she could have put her foot down. That's a very good point. That is a extreme. If I was like, if I was Sarah J. Moss or Stephanie Meyer or someone of that caliber, and they're like, "Hey, we want to make this into a movie," I would make sure it's in my contract that I have like veto power. Yeah, at least over some things. Because obviously, you're not going to get the people that you want or the people right. that you. Because like Eel, um, Stephanie Meyer, the whole time she's writing Edward Cullen, she's like, "It's Henry Cavill. That's who Edward is." Um, so obviously you're not going to, you're probably not going to get those people no. that you're thinking of. But you but, could find a young lookalike that yes, would work. You can make sure it stays true to what you wrote. You're the one that created this world. Yeah. And this is the way you want it portrayed. And you're going to let them cast Kristen Stewart. Yes. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, and that was like the only kind of like really bad cast too. The rest of it was kind of fitting. Yeah, except for Robert Pattinson. Did. I didn't really like Robert Pattinson as Edward, but. He was okay. Alice was great. Yeah. Lee was great. Mm-hmm. I did not like um, the mom. Uh, Esme? Yeah. 
I did not like her in that role. She was she was not what was described. She was not this breathtaking beauty. No, well, not it, it wasn't her. that. It was just the vibe I got from, from her. Like, she's a good actor and everything. I just didn't get yeah. the warm vampire feel. She just came off as odd. And she me. came off kind of goofy. And I'm like, that was not Esme. Esme's like a classy broad. But the dad, spot on. Oh, yeah. He was perfect. Carlisle was perfect. Absolutely perfect. Um, Emmett was funny. Jasper was great, except when they gave him a southern accent in the third movie in the middle of nowhere. The wolves were great. Mm-hmm. The wolves were so cute, yep. so funny. Jacob was great because he had a little bit of immaturity to him. And I think her classmates were really good, too, like Jessica and whatever their names were. It was like a good ensemble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm nervous to see. I'm nervous to see this show, and I'm nervous to read the rest of this book, and I'm nervous because like Goodreads says another book comes out in September, but like I can't find that anywhere else on the internet. So, well, but you know they won't release the information until like a month ahead of time or whatever. That's and true. then by then I'm probably gonna have to reread them all. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can just go back and listen to our episode. That's true. You're right. <laughs> and then get a recap. Um, so. Next week, we're reading the second half of A Court of Silver Flames. Mm-hmm. That's, like, technically the talkie sode. Um, uh, it's my pick that week after, so do you want me to go ahead and tell you what I picked? Yeah, oh, give you okay. two weeks. Okay, so I'll give you two weeks, because i got to look it up, because I don't know how to say this dude's name. Uh, oh, great. And the, the internet's kind of, like, spotty here. It, I'm sitting close to the window, because it's better in the window. Mm-hmm. Um, so my pick that we're going to read in two weeks is called The Maidens by Alex. Is that Michelides? 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 Something. Michelides? Michelides? Yeah, it's either one. I don't really know. We should probably start looking these up. <laughs> I, try, I tried before. I know. Actually. Names are so hard. Especially authors, because they're not doing, yeah. like, press interviews like actors and stuff are, mm-hmm. where they're like, oh, this is so-and-so. Well, anyways, that's what I picked. Um, Alex. I, Michael. We're just going with Michelides. 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 Okay. Michelides. Alex Michelides. <laughs> He also wrote a book called The Silent Patient, which is on my shelf, and I haven't read it. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's like a, like he's like a thriller guy, and I've heard it's a great thriller. I haven't heard too much about The Maidens. Um, I'm excited to read it, though. A lot of, like, these are four and five stars, so we'll see. So you have two weeks. Send us your reviews, questions, thoughts, pictures. Gmail.com. Or on Instagram at two bookworms one podcast. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I have. Do you have anything else? Nope, not yet. All right, bye guys. Bye. Little, say bye. Yeah.